Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This episode is going to be a little bit different because I want to share a message with you, a message that I just shared in front of thousands of young people in Florida for Turning Point USA. And uh, I hope it's a little bit of a break. It's so chaotic out there right now. There's so much happening this very week. Right now, I'm in D.C., getting ready to speak here in just a couple hours. And I'm supposed to be speaking tomorrow as well on the White House lawn at the main event that's taking place for the March for Trump Wednesday tomorrow. But I really felt like I wanted to share this message with you and just give you time to take a pause from all the chaos, take a pause from all that you're hearing to just allow your heart to actually just settle. Just settle on something that I believe is absolutely constant, that I believe is even more important than what takes place this week. I absolutely believe it with all my heart. And it's interesting, just a little bit about myself, when I get ready to speak, I don't have a script, I don't write anything out, I pray. I I pray and I ask God, I say, what do you want me to speak? What do you want me to share? And I wait for him to just settle whatever he wants to settle on my heart. It could be one or two different directions, three different directions. And then as I'm praying about that, when I step on the stage, I just let her rip. And I just am praying and believing that God's going to give me the words to speak and what to say for the one that's listening. And right now, I believe you are the one that's listening and needs to hear this message. So when I was preparing to speak at this Turning Point event in Florida, in front of thousands of young people and streamed to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people around the world. It was one of the biggest stages that I've been on. I've spoken in front of eight, ten thousand people at Liberty University, and I've, I've been a part of events with thousands. But this one was for young people, and it was a very large event. And I had the opportunity to say what I wanted to say if I chose to do that. But I, I learned a long time ago, God gave me a, a special word a long time ago, to wait for, for him and to speak what he wants me to share. So I'm going to bring this message to you right now. And I want you to just open up your heart, try to settle your mind, try to just rest and hear what God, the Father, your Father, your Heavenly Father, the Creator of the universe, hear what I believe he wants you to hear today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, David Harris Jr. Trump 2020, 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 Some people say, how can you believe that? Aren't you listening to the mainstream media? Do you listen to the mainstream media? They call it programming for a reason, right? Thank you, thank you. They call it programming for a reason. What about uh, these senators that think they're in charge? What about Mitch McConnell that's saying, oh, we gotta accept the results. I don't know about you, but I'm not accepting anything. 
accepting the results of this sham election and being forced to bow down to a socialist regime, which would be the Biden-Harris regime. Am I alone? Are you with me? We must not accept these fake results. Absolutely can't do it. One of the greatest things that gives me hope and peace during this time, can I be real with you? It's my faith in God. Anybody out there have faith in God? He's a good papa, isn't he? How many of y'all out there call him papa? It was new to me at once. At one point, it was very new to me. And then I had an encounter with God that changed my perspective, and it was no longer a distant father figure. It was like Jesus said on the cross, Abba. You know what Abba is? It's, it's, a, it's a close, intimate form of the word father, like we would say daddy. So if Jesus called him daddy. It's good for us too, right? I believe that right now we are at a precipice like never before in our country. And it's individuals like you that are going to shape what takes place. And it's not just going to be you standing up and speaking out. But let me keep it really, really real with you. I believe it's going to be those of you in this room or listening or watching it's going to be those of you that turn up your faith engagement with God. That say, you know what, I hear, I hear God calling me, and I'm going to pray with you in a little bit, that God will heighten your senses to hear his voice, like he has mine and even beyond what, what he has for me. But I truly believe that it's those of us not to leave you out, but if you don't have a relationship with, with Papa, you are, get, you are left out, right? You're, you're missing out, rather. You're missing out because it's such an amazing journey of faith that we have with him. I truly believe it's going to be those like Charlie Kirk. He's got an amazing relationship. He knows the Bible. And he puts on amazing events. But guess what? Where's the next Charlie Kirk? Yeah. You guys are out there. Candace Owens. Brandon Tatum. Graham Allen. Terrence Williams. Where's my little brother Terrence at? But it's those of us, I truly believe it's going to be those of us that have a connection spiritually with our Heavenly Father that are gonna be able to hear his voice and act on what he says to do or where he says to go and will be in the specific moment, in the place where we need to be to meet whoever we're supposed to meet, to talk to whoever we're supposed to talk to, to allow heaven to be that catalyst on earth so that on earth as it is in heaven. You follow me? 
I've been privileged and honored to be a part of something called the Falkirk Center. How many of y'all heard of that? If you haven't already followed Falkirk underscore center, follow the Falkirk Center. Charlie Kirk is co-founder of that. It is a uh, group of individuals that have faith in God, but understand that we weren't called to be in the four walls of the church. How many understand if you're a believer, if you accept who Yeshua was and is for us, just a ransom for us to have access to heaven and access to the Father, if you accept that, then you are part of the church. Well, guess what? Wherever we go, church is, right? It's not, we go to the four walls of the church on a Sunday, and that's the church. No. I used to think that. I started my first company when I was 20 years old. We got any 20-year-olds in here? Around 20? 20 years old, I started my first company. I was doing what I felt God had called me to do. I had had a radical encounter with God. I went from having a pager on my hip that would beep 50 to 100 times a day from everybody wanting weed, crank, cocaine, mushrooms, acid, you name it. I was the neighborhood dealer. I was the town dealer in Northern California. I went from that to having a radical encounter with God. In the middle of my sin-drenched life, he revealed his love to me, and it, it shattered everything. I no longer had fear of man. I was so enamored with this love that God showed me. So I went from that, and then God led me on a journey to start a company at 20. And by 22 years old, my company was doing $2 million a year in sales. I don't know about you, but to be 22, 23, and have $150,000 to $200,000 a month going through your bank account every month, employing close to 50 people, it's a lot. I thought I could handle it, but I took my eyes off of Jesus, and guess what I did? I started to sink. I, I thought I was the man. I thought I was the one that had put all these things in place for myself. And guess what happens when you take your eyes off of off of Jesus. It's easy to sink. Am I the only one that's ever sunk? Anybody in here, in here sunk before? Taking their eyes off of Jesus? We are human, right? But my life is a testimony, friends. My life is a testimony of how good God is and his grace for us. And that no matter what happens and how many times you fall, if you just get back up and say, God, not my will, but your will, he will order your steps. He will open up that plan for you. And so from going through what I went through and marrying my high school sweetheart, how many of you in here want long-lasting love, relationship? When we get done with the politics, hopefully it's not somebody that completely disagrees with our politics, right? But you want a long-lasting relationship. You want, you want a marriage. You want love. Well, I am proud to say, and I don't know where she's at, otherwise I'd embarrass the heck out of her. I've been married to my bride for 26 years. We've got two beautiful daughters that are 22 and 24 years old. And again, if I can be honest with you, God has been the glue for us. 
when I realize how much he loves me and how much he loves her, it helps me overcome my own issues and it helps her overcome my issues. So we are at a time right now like never before that I truly believe. And I know it's Monday morning and you guys are just all getting hyped to Drake and everything else. But I really felt, I've been praying the whole time before going into this, Father, what is it that you want this amazing crowd of young people to take away from what I share and what I speak today? And I really feel that there's a lot among you that are going to take onto this, that are going to take a hold of this and say, I want to ratchet it up to a new level. I want to take it to a new level. And there was a season where I was praying the Lord's Prayer. You all know the Lord's Prayer? Our Father who art in heaven. I was praying that every single morning. I would pray it. I would get in my secret place. How many of you guys have a secret place? Just a place you just get with just you and God and turn on worship music. It, it could be a closet. It could be, you know, when you're getting ready. It could be in the shower. Whatever it is, it's just you and God. You turn on worship and you pray. I was doing that and I was praying the Lord's Prayer and I was doing it almost, I was just praying it from memory. I was just praying it almost robotically, if you will. I was just praying it, right, because I knew it. And Holy Spirit stopped me and said, wait a minute. Listen to what Jesus was praying. He said, our Father. Our Father. If he's our Father, that means we're all brothers and sisters. There's no color in that. There's no class division in that. Our Father means we're all part of the same family. Our Father who art in heaven, where's he at? He's not confined to this earthly realm. Our Father is the creator of the universe, the one the Bible says he flung his fingers and the stars stuck in the sky. The one that David fell asleep counting the stars, he said, if I count your, your thoughts towards me, O God, they're more in number than the stars in the sky. And then he says, and when I wake up, which means he fell asleep counting the stars, when I wake up, there you are still thinking of me. Our Father who is in heaven, holy. He's holy. He's set apart. He doesn't succumb to everything that's in this realm, this earthly realm that we're in, that's negative or dark. Holy is his name. And then I heard my pastor say that while we read your kingdom come, it's actually more of a, a demand, a pulling, kingdom of God come. How many of you want to see the kingdom of God come on earth? How many of you want to see the kingdom of God come to earth? The kingdom is righteousness, is joy, is peace. How many of you think that we need righteousness right now in our country? We need righteousness right now at this election. We need righteousness in this season. How many of you think we need joy? We need joy in this season. And peace, righteousness, joy, and peace, that is the kingdom. How many of you out there feel like you need some more peace in your heart? Because there's a heck of a lot going on all around us, right? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. How many of you understand that there are men and women whose will for your life and for our country is not what we want? It's not freedom. It's socialism. 
It's communism. It's total control. So literally, Jesus said, pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How many of you understand what God wants in heaven is done like that, right? There's no resistance. There's no restraints. When God just thinks he wants something in heaven, the mere thought makes it appear. There's no resistance. How many of you would love to see God's will invade heaven, especially right now, like never before? Honestly, how many of you would like to see that? Can I tell you all that you that raised your hand, you that feel that tug in your heart, it is you that God is calling to be the catalyst for this season so that you don't just leave SAS with more information. You're hyped up. You love the speakers you saw. I've got to see some amazing speakers here. But you leave with a greater awareness of who you are and whose you are. And you wake up every morning not thinking about the influencers that you saw or this person that you, that you saw, but you wake up in the morning thinking about the creator of the universe is my daddy. And he's given me an assignment. There's a reason that you are alive right now. And I hope and pray that when you wake up every single morning, you wake up with that revelation that there's a reason that you were born in this era that you're alive right now in this time in history and that God wants to use you to shape the course of this nation. How many of you want that? How many of you want a greater revelation of who you are and why you were created? How many of you want to be active in why and how God handcrafted you to be a part of this world right now? How many of you want to be activated in that? Because when we're active in that, friends, we'll be the Charlie Kirks. We'll be the Candace Owens. We'll be the Graham Allen. We'll be the Tucker Carlson. We'll be these individuals that have tapped into their life giftings and callings. You'll be there. So pray this with me. We're going to pray the first part of the Lord's Prayer. We'll end it with his will be done. So pray this. And as you pray, I'm just going to ask right now, Father, I know it's early in the morning on Monday, but Father, I thank you that you are here with all of us right now, that you know every single person that's here that was going to be here that's listening or even listening from the recording, that you know and you have something special for them this morning that will change the course of their future forever. So I release that right now for every single heart in here. Make us hungry Make us thirsty to know your plan, your will for our life. In Jesus' name, repeat after me. Our Father, who is in heaven, holy is your name. Kingdom of God, come. Will of God be done on earth, in this earth, as your will is done in heaven. In Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that and you believed it, maybe you felt something, I'm just going to believe and pray that God is going to begin to turn the heat up in his message to you, in his voices to you, in his thoughts to you, 
How many understand it's not always an audible, it's normally not an audible thing, but we can actually hear the voice of God speak to us. You guys understand that? And understand that he wants to speak to you even more than we normally we want to hear. So while we are wrapping up SAS, what, we've got another two days? You are all here to get filled up, to get fed, to get inspired. You are here to say enough is enough, not on my watch. And hopefully you all come out of this with a greater anticipation for what God's going to do, not just in this country, but what God's going to do in your own lives. Because that's where the rubber meets the road, friends. The Falkirk Center, I love being a part of that. Jenna Ellis, how many of you have seen Jenna Ellis rocking with Rudy Giuliani? She got pulled into the Falkirk Center as a champion last summer. And to see what God has done in her life using her to represent the president has been absolutely amazing. But friends, don't leave here today just thankful for what you saw and what you heard, but leave here today with an anticipation and a desire to say, yes, God, whatever you have for me, I want it. And then go after it. You're gifted, you're beautifully and wonderfully made, and you were born for such a time as this. Amen? Amen? Amen. God bless you all. Have an amazing rest of your day. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. So I hope that that message blessed you. I hope it enriched you. I hope it filled you with faith for your future and peace for your future, for yourself, and for your family. Because again, no matter what happens this week, if we all come into that place of aligning with why we were created in the first place, if we come into that partnership agreement with God's presence the precious Holy Spirit, when we come into alignment with him in a day-to-day action, a day-to-day routine of engaging with him and saying, what do you have in store for my life? I believe that I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. Help me to be the best and learn all that you have for me in this current scenario, situation, environment, whatever it is that you're doing, the housewife, the stay-at-home mom, the working mom, the young man in college, in high school, the man that you're at your job and you're wondering, you know, if this is what God has for you, why are you here? Instead of sulking and lulling in why and, and when will it end, I just hope that you come into a place understanding that God has you right where he wants you. He wants you to learn something from where you're at, but that he's not going to leave you there. He has amazing things in store for you. So I'm going to just pray that God would just rest on you, just an an additional blessing and bonus of, of his presence, his love, and his joy. And I just believe that as I pray this and you pray this with me and you just, or just open your heart to receive what I'm saying, that God's presence is going to wrap around you, going to envelop you, going to wrap you up like a warm comforter. I know I get the warm tingle feelings when I feel his presence all over me. And that'll just be him confirming these words of affirmation to you, his son, to you, his daughter, because this message was for you today. Father, I'm so thankful for every single person that's listening to this podcast. I'm thankful for those that stayed on and are still listening because they felt something, they heard something, and they felt you tugging on their heart during that message that I feel you wanted me to share with them today. 
So, Father, I just pray that you would release your presence, your love, your joy, your peace to a greater degree over my brother, over my sister right now. Release your presence. Release a greater awareness of your presence. And I release a hunger, a fresh hunger for them to know you, to hear you, and to walk with you every single day. In the blessed name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Friends, if this message blessed you, enriched you, please share it. Share it with 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 friends. Just share it and just believe that those that are supposed to hear it will hear it, will listen, and will also engage in becoming who God created them to be. God bless you, enrich you. And again, I've got a lot of new merchandise, shirts, and other things that my wife is helping me create that you can find at davidharrisjr.store. God bless. We'll talk to you soon.